Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, another Sports Takes with Trey and TK. Trey Blossman and myself will talk about the thoughts and observations from the XFL opening weekend. I've got some NFL conversation for you, a little bit on LSU basketball and the New Orleans Pelicans, so it's football and hoops coming up on Sports Takes with Trey and TK. Hey, if you like to wager on sports, college basketball, NBA, baseball's around the corner, whatever it may be, check out meatandpotatoes.com. Meatandpotatoes.com, a handicapping website out of Las Vegas. Check it out. No obligation if you go check it out. Meatandpotatoes.com. Hey, feel free to connect with me on social media. I'm happy to do it. Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. After this quick message, we'll be joined by Trey Blossman, and you'll get another episode of Sports Takes with Trey and TK. Stay tuned. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Which takes Trey and TK. I'm Tommy Chrysan. Going to be joined by Trey Blossman in just a moment. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with your friends. We've got a tremendous response last week to this podcast, Sports Takes, which has been a little bit over a month old now. We're trying to roll a couple of weeks out for you, talking about anything and everything in the world of sports. So, again, please feel free to share it with your friends. We, we have a lot of fun with it, something Trey and I have done for a long time in the radio world. Now, like everybody, we're in the podcast world. Trey Blossman, hello. How are you doing today? Doing fine, Tommy. Doing fine. Glad to hear that. The XFL, the reintroduction of the XFL, kicked off this weekend. Couple of games Saturday, couple of games Sunday. I did not see any Saturday. I was busy at a high school baseball scrimmage at Shamet High, and I watched everything on Sunday. And I'll give my thoughts and then let you opine a little bit. It's certainly not NFL football. It's uh, guys that hadn't played in a while, guys that have been out of the game, maybe been in an NFL camp, got some guys who played, have some NFL experience. But what the XFL is, it's an opportunity for players, coaches, assistant coaches, front office people, equipment managers, medical staff, trainers, not to mention all the broadcasters, ABC, ESPN, Fox, are behind this event. Again, it's not NFL football, and it was quite rusty on the weekend. I'll admit that, you know, but these teams had 40 practices together. Some of these guys didn't know who each other was until they got on these eight teams. Uh, I suspect play will get better as the weeks go forward. But it wasn't top-notch football. But if the XFL can borrow the phrase from the commercial, if they can stay in their lane, become a proven ground or a training ground for the NFL – when the original XFL launched in 2001, it was all about gimmicks, you know, the cheerleaders and the names on the jerseys, the nicknames and all the other gimmicks they had. It wasn't football. It was a gimmick. But if they could stay in their lane, like the Arena Football League did, people don't realize the Arena Football League was around for over 30 years. It had its ups and downs, but it stayed in its lane. If this XFL 
program, this league can stay in its lane with the key people that are involved. There are enough names out there where the ardent football fan is going to recognize them. I think they got a chance to sustain and stay around. If nothing else, ESPN is talking about them today, showing highlights. Fox is talking about them, showing highlights. And, of course, it's all over social media, which wasn't there in 2001 when the original XFL kicked off. So, overall, I thought it was not NFL football. Didn't expect it to be. But it's pro football with an opportunity for many people on and off the field. And I, for one, think that's a good thing. I enjoyed watching the two games on Sunday uh, for whatever it was worth. I was flipping back and forth with the golf on Sunday afternoon because Phil Mickelson was in the hunt for a little bit out at Pebble Beach. But I got to see the bulk of the football and I think it's got a chance to hang around. Trey Blossman, your thoughts? Well, that's a lot. Uh, you just said a lot there, Tommy. Uh, I, I do think it certainly has a chance to gain traction and stay around for a while. I think they're smart in the way that they're approaching it. You talk about gimmicks. I love the nicknames. Okay, that he hate me. That, that I'll never forget about that. that. That's just perfect. But you know, the first game. On the opening kickoff, which was a gimmick, they had to haul a guy off on a stretcher in an ambulance. So the league didn't get off to a very good start last time. I think it had a much better weekend this weekend. I saw a lot of people posting on Facebook about it. A lot of people asking, hey, man, you you interested in this? And most everybody seemed to be. Uh, uh, Two observations here, Tommy. Number one the way replay is handled is far superior to what the NFL is doing. As you so accurately pointed out uh, at some point in time during the season, last season, the NFL started going to a quick commercial break when it was obvious there was going to be a replay. So instead of showing 14 or 15 different angles of replay four and five times each, they cut to a commercial and we come back and get the decision. It seems like the NFL is not it's not it's not wanting openness. Transparency. It's transparency, that's a better word. Whereas the XFL was very transparent. I, I heard one conversation yesterday between the replay official and the referee, and they were talking about whether it was a catch or not. And the guy, it was obvious to me by NFL rules, it was not a catch. He didn't finish taking the second step. He hadn't made that football move, whatever the heck that is. But as he was getting ready to announce it, the guy's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, the clock. And they added six seconds back to the clock. So I thought the conversation between the replay official and the field official, the field referee was fabulous. I love the transparency. The NFL needs to learn from that. That's my first take. My second take is this ninth team. There are eight teams. There is a ninth team that does not play any games, but they do practice. And they keep people in game shape. And should any of the eight teams need to make some changes, whether somebody gets hurt or somebody's just not good enough and they think somebody on the ninth team is better, that ninth team is like a taxi squad, if you will, for the eight teams that are actually competing I think that's a great, great idea. Uh, I don't know if that's something that would work for the NFL or not, but I I like it for the XFL, Tommy. 
I, I do too. I, I agree with you about the replay, the transparency. I mean, that, that that's that's the NFL is almost going to have to adopt that now. That, that's just one of them things. I like the different kickoff style. A uh, little bit new, a little bit different, but designed for safety. I kind of like that. Uh, they got good TV ratings. Now, some of that could have been, you know, it's new, it's chic, it's novelty. Let's check it out. We'll see how the ratings go forward. But I, I thought it was interesting. I like being able to hear the player, the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator call plays. Uh, you know, I, I think that's something that would interest fans uh, to a degree. I don't know about the interviews during the game. I mean, I could take or leave that. But overall, I think it was a good weekend, a very good weekend uh, for the start. And I'm sure that Oliver Luck, the commissioner and CEO, who's a brilliant person, a very smart, sports-minded person, Andrew Luck's father, Oliver Luck did play in the NFL as a backup quarterback many years ago. I'm sure they are working today, going through a punch list of everything from Saturday and Sunday, the good, the bad, the ugly. You know, if they can get out in front of things, which Oliver Luck seems to be that kind of guy to me. Uh, you know, not that they're going to make a drastic change before next weekend, but I'm sure they're they're being very thorough in self-scouting themselves, analyzing themselves about going forward. Now, the announcers, you could tell they were all hyped a little bit, paid what to say. Uh, that's fine. But we'll see. I, I, I was curious about it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm not going to plan my schedule around it, but I'll certainly tune in as we go forward. I got one final comment about the XFL. Johnny Manziel tweeting out, you know, that he, he doesn't want to be a part of this league because he, he doesn't want to be a part of something that folds halfway through it. And he's making reference to the Alliance of American Football last spring. I would say this to Johnny. Johnny, th- th- you making that comments about like me making this comment. Trey, I'm here to tell you that I am not going to accept an invitation to play in the Masters Golf Tournament this year. I'm not going <laughs> to accept it. Okay. And you and I both know I'm not going to get invited. Johnny has got to pop off because no one in the XFL wanted him. He was not invited when all nine teams worked out in Houston for two weeks, the initial training camp, all together in the same couple of facilities at the same time. So, Johnny, I'm not going to, you know, you don't take that XFL contract and I won't take the Masters Golf Tournament invite. That's great. That's great. I mean, uh, come on. You know, you know, you talked about uh, whether the, play a little rusty they hadn't hit until they lined up to play games they had been no hitting in any practices so there were some guys teeing off this week i saw some really hard hitting action uh saw some people look like they might have hurt themselves they were hitting so hard i heard an interview of one player and he goes he was just dying to get out on the field and hit somebody (laughs) so we'll see how that plays out as the teams you know move forward i do expect uh, like you do, that play will get better. And I'm also not going to plan my weekends around it. But if I'm at home on the weekend, it's certainly going to be in my rotation. It was a great basketball weekend. I, I watched a lot of basketball. But I also did tune into at least part of all four games. And I'll have to tell you, I don't know if you saw these, Tommy, but your comments on your podcast about the debut of the XFL led me to believe that you had seen each team's uniform I can't tell you why, because it's like so totally out of my wheelhouse, but I love the Tampa helmets. There you go. I saw your comment about that, or you told me about that, and uh, uniforms are cool for the most part. That's what people wear nowadays. 
that helmet was a little bright for me for the Tampa Bay Vipers, but we'll see. So anyway, we'll, we'll take a look at the XFL going forward. We remind you to listen to Sports Takes with Trey and TK, part of the podcast Talking Sports with TK. Don't forget an LSU baseball preview comes out from me later this week. A couple of quick topics, Trey, as we move forward. Uh, the San Diego Chargers have announced that they will not sign, re-sign Phillip Rivers after 16 years with the Chargers. Well, I guess they should have said Los Angeles Chargers. I screwed that up. Oh, well, everybody does that. We are looking at a potential crazy offseason. March 16, a little over a month from now, is when the official league business calendar flips. But uh, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers, I mean, a lot of questions flying out around there. Uh, could be a very interesting next uh, four or five weeks in the NFL. Well, it's always interesting to see what happens, but we've never had so many uh, long-time veteran quarterbacks apparently available. Uh, does Rivers have any usage left in him? I, I don't know. He's always been a very good quarterback, but he, he's old, and he's taken a beating. He's not very mobile. He gets hit a lot. He turns the ball over. I don't know what's going to happen with him. I think Breeze stays in New Orleans. Uh, I don't know what Tom Brady's going to do, Tommy. My gut tells me he stays in New England. Uh, you mentioned to me off air that Dallas, there's some noise and rumblings about Dallas. I don't see them trading or sitting Dak Prescott for a year or two of Tom Brady. I just That doesn't make sense to me. And I love Tom Brady, and he's a great quarterback. But at 42 years old, I'm not going to trade or bench Dak Prescott to take a chance with Brady. I'm just not going to do it. Well, Jerry Jones wants to win the Super Bowl, and if he thinks that pushes him over that hump, uh, I don't think he'll he'll stop at anything to try to achieve that. And I don't know if he's going to go to Dallas. Rumors are rumors. A lot of it is just posturing and smoke screens. And, uh, but it's going to be an interesting Next bunch of weeks in the NFL offseason. You're listening to Sports Takes with Trey and TK. Uh, final quick topic, the LSU basketball team drops a couple of games, drops a little bit in the polls, lost to Vanderbilt, who controlled the whole game. Vanderbilt broke a long SEC losing streak. Vanderbilt deserved to win that, and LSU kind of let one get away on the road against Auburn. I don't think you hit a panic button. I think LSU basketball will be fine. I got Missouri Tuesday night in Baton Rouge, but certainly two losses in a row is a little bit different for the Tigers. Well, you know, as we talked off there, Tommy, before we started recording, you're not going to go undefeated in the SEC. No team is going to do that this year. Uh, no team is that dominant. And, you know, maybe a couple of losses re-motivates this squad. I don't. I hate losing the game when you're up eight points with a minute and a half to go, which is the case with the Auburn game. But you know, sometimes that happens. A tough road environment. You bravo to Auburn for eking out the win. And as we touched on late last week in our segment, Vanderbilt's not that bad. They they're not. A, look, they don't look like a team that lost 28 straight conference games. They have some talent. They were ahead of a pretty decent Mississippi State team double digits in the first half the other day state came back in the second half and got the win but they're not devoid of talent we mentioned Ampley's son i'm not going to overreact to what happened with the tigers i, I think we get back in the uh, win column tuesday night yeah we'll see what will way does with that going forward all right trey uh, that's going to do the uh 
first one, first sports takes podcast this week. We'll get another one rolling later in the week. I'm sure some things will surface to talk about. You have any closing comments, or are you ready? For yeah, yeah, one? I, I do. Uh, Pelicans looking very good, Tommy. They uh, they won the other night without Brandon Ingram and uh, without uh, Zion, and I mean, arguably two of their best three players. And I have a confession that I need to make. Okay. I have often, as you know, been extremely critical of Lonzo Ball, mostly because his father's a jackass. Without seeing his father, I haven't seen the New Orleans media doesn't cover him. There's nothing. I don't even, you know, know anything about him. But I tell you what, I'm now a fan of Lonzo. I love the way he plays ball. I love his even disposition. I love that he's worked on his shot and has become a legitimate three-point threat. And uh, I've come around completely and done a 180. I'm now a Lonzo Ball fan. Well, he has worked on his shot. I think he's a better ball player now than he was before. And I think a part of that is put some distance between him and his ass clown father. Uh, You know, if you follow the NBA, everybody's aware of that story. But anyway, no, Pelicans, you know, got to get Zion healthy. See if they can shake into that final spot in the playoffs. It'd be a good thing if they can get there, even if they lost in the first round to the to the one seed. But you know, and they're not going to win an NBA title. They're not going to win a conference title this year. But anything they can do positive would be good for the Pelicans. Absolutely. All right, Trey. We'll we'll do this again the uh, next week. We encourage everybody to go ahead and share this podcast with your friends. Sports tapes with Trey and TK. All a part of talking sports. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.